Yes, sir. We're going to beat their ass and recruit it. We're going to beat their ass every time they see us. Oh, you understand that? Yes, sir. Roll that one. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 You say that? Yes, sir. We're going to beat their ass and recruit it. So they want to mock us all they want to mock us. I'm telling them it's not over. So they can print all that crap all they want all over their locker. It's not over. It'll never be over here. But you can't make money without collaboration. I'm here in Methland, Florida. But I'm still thinking of you guys and the, and the guys who reach out whenever I'm a little late. Guys, reach out because you need these picks. Uh, I've actually been working on them all day. And I uh, look for a huge day tomorrow. Remember, no parlays. Bet each game individually and get rich. And like I always say, remember, I got securities, licenses, MBA, we use business and financial concepts. To bet on the game. So if you're the smartest, toughest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. That's why we got professional football player Shad Nolan with us helping me out think through this picks because I do not know everything. Thank you, Chad. Yep, yep. Happy to be here. All right, so we're gonna go in chronological order. Uh the wrong team is favored in this Florida, Florida State game in Gainesville. Uh, really, uh, Florida's without the whole coaching staff because Mullen had fired like three guys, and now Mullen's gone. You're going to rally the troops. Did not think it's going to be a blowout, but Florida State just has more organizations for details to cover the three points. Any objections, uh, Chad? No, man, I love that one. Uh... Florida's just on a downhill slide, man. They've really, really fallen off these last few weeks, don't have their coach, are in disarray. Um, Florida State kind of started off really bad. They've kind of, you know, rode the ship, and then, you know, this gets them bowl eligible here. So I uh, I think Florida State will get it done. Yeah, big game for Mr. Norwell there. He has some big recruits coming in there. Georgia at Georgia Tech. I already bet the plus 36. It is just uh, too many points in a game where Georgia is basically going to scrimmage. They're going to hold every single thing they've ever done. Hold some surprises for good old Nick Satan next week. Georgia Tech plus 36. Any objections? Oh, man, that's another good one here. Um, you know, I think Georgia probably wins this game by 35 and the 36 covers, you know, it's kind of very similar to the Mizzou game. Um, the spread was very similar in the Georgia-Mizzou game. Um, so, no, I think uh, you know, it's at Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech Senior Day. I think they'll have, have some pride and, and be able to cover. Be able to cover. They're not going to win, but they'll be able to cover. I looked at, for this to be like a 35-21 ball game. Uh, a game that I watched for the last 30 years of my life, for the last 20 years of, of my life, Oregon's uh, Ohio State has won 18 out of 20. Uh, it's at Michigan. It's Ann Arbor. 105-plus thousand people. I like a return to the mean in this game. 
Uh, I know that during the pandemic, they tried to have a conference call and immediately Ryan Day, Harbaugh started cursing at each other, challenging to meet each other to go fight. So I don't know how many times Harbaugh is going to get beat down in this. Uh, I still think he's going to lose. But I remember Irvin Meyer, right? You looked at Irvin Meyer on the Big 12 Network. He looked like he hadn't slept before this game because he was helping Ryan Day. He's in Jacksonville now. So this is the first Ohio State-Michigan game without the obsessive personality, all the private detectives or whatever the hell Irvin Meyer was doing. This is Ryan Day's shop, and I think he'll win, but it'll be a close win. I like Michigan. Plus seven and a half. I know you like Ohio State. What's the case for Ohio State, uh, Chad? Oh, man. So here. Receivers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so, I mean, I, you know, we saw this with, like, Justin Fields kind of, too. You always talk about how, like, oh, you know, Justin Fields, who was there last year, um, played with right. the two same receivers that we, we like to talk about last year. We always talk about how, you know, he threw to wide open guys, right? Like, you know, he never right. had to fit tight windows or get, you know, his guys are wide open. He just right. threw wide open guys. And I think those receivers are so legit. You know, when your guy's that wide open, it takes quarterback accuracy out of the picture. All you got to do is put it out there. Like, bro, I'm going to be open. Just put it out there. There's going to be separation. You're taking away that accuracy factor. He doesn't got to dial up. You know, DB's not going to be stride for stride where he's got to put it, you know, in a drop in the bucket for the receiver to even have a chance. You know, you take that aspect away. And I just just think they're – it's just going to be too much. Um, Ohio State's going to win the game, and I think they'll be able to cover a touchdown spread. I, I just think those receivers are just going to be too much to handle right now. I mean, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, um, I mean, number 11, too, it's like I can't, can't recall his name exactly, but they're just um, they're just too dynamic, in my opinion. I just don't – I just can't see um, Michigan being able, being able to cover those guys. And they have two of them. You know, you can't double. You can't double Olave. Right. You can't double Wilson. It's just very rare to see – two guys like that you know two top 15 round picks you know on the same team on, on two sides of an offense so um, right yeah exactly you know so I, i'm really just i i garrett wilson and chris Olave are that good um you know i worked out with chris Olave a couple of times he, he went to the same high school as me oh, so wow. um yeah i mean he, he i mean he's, he's just legit man he's got top end speed he's got that top end track speed he's got 100 meter dash speed um, and you know Gary Wilson's got it on the other side, so that's that. That's why that's my main reason. I just think those guys are going to be too much. So I'm going to be rooting for that guy. I'm going to watch him. Uh, safety deep middle of the field. I'm going to bump and run. I think they're going to get the call in in Arbor. They're going to try to rough him up a little bit and not let him get loose for a big play. Right. So that's that's that game. Probably going to be crazy. Maryland at Rutgers. Uh, this is a coaching mismatch. I like Chiano in this situation. Last game of the season, uh, senior day. Uh, he's an NFL coach. He's done really well. And that zone, two of his brothers going to uh, dial up a couple of interceptions for us, a couple of pick sixes. And Rutgers playing solid, do not beat themselves type of team will win outright. So Rutgers on the money line, Maryland. Any objections? Uh, no, man, I like that one. I think uh, Rutgers will get this one done. I think I love the corporate governance factor here. I think they'll be ready to go. Um, senior day at home. 
you know, in a, in a basically a pick them. Um, I think Rutgers is the right side here. Right. And when he says uh, corporate governance, is that a fundamental analysis that you use in uh, picking stocks, right? Because I have securities licenses, MBA, the same way you pick a stock, the same way you pick a investment to choose the same process, methodology, same thing you do uh, with sports betting. And within fundamental analysis is you study corporate governance, right? All right, so we'll go to the Pac-12, we'll hit the SEC, and then we'll hit a couple more uh, Big Ten games. Cal at UCLA, I wonder if he's going to stay for the week because he has to play USC on December 4th as well. UCLA coming off a big win. You put a lot of energy. They put all their marbles, every single play they have, every single concept against USC to score whatever they score, 63, 66 points. Cal's been watching that film. Uh, Justin Wilcox is a defensive guy. Uh, he always has his team well-prepared. They're four and six, so they need to win the last two games, winnable games against UCLA and USC to become bowl eligible. A lot of things going against them. They, they live in uh, the extreme liberal city of Berkeley that put a lot of restrictions on them. So I see this game going right down to the end. Uh, this just Garbert's last two games, and his brother plays for UCLA. So I wonder what his brother's told. Huh? We don't know. But I, I really like Cal in this situation. Not necessarily to win, but to cover those uh, seven points against uh, UCLA. Uh, DTR, last game, he's been wild his whole career. Hit or miss, right? He makes a, a spectacular play, then a pick six. Again, he's going to give us some pick six, and, and Cal's going to just take that ball and sit on it against, even though they scored a lot of points, uh, that rivalry against USC is a physical game. Everybody kind of maxed out on physicality in that game. So Cal's just going to play hide and seek. They get those because what, what USC did when they got those picks, they tried to go deep, try to score. They did score one time off a pick. The second time, Dart gave it right back. Cal's going to get those picks and hold the ball for the next 15 minutes. All right? So Look for Cal to cover plus seven. What do you think, Chad? Um, no, yeah. I like this one here. Um, like you said, they had a, a big rivalry game the week before. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, Cal still is in contention for bowl eligibility here. And um, I think it's going to come down to the wire. Cal's defense has been, been pretty stout all year. Um, keep him in the game. You know, this is the last two games of Garber's career. Uh, I, I like him here to, to, to keep this one down to the wire, possibly win the game. Big time. Big time. Uh, Arizona State, right? They're seven and four. Good for them. It's really what I, I would call fake 7-4. The, the whole year, they haven't really beat a good team, right? They beat Southern Utah, FCS, UNLV, 
only won two games this year. They lose to BYU. Colorado was horrible, especially when they played them. UCLA, mediocre. Stanford, horrible. Utah's a good team. Boom, they lose. Washington State's having a good year. Boom, they lose. USC, horrible. They lose. Washington, horrible. They beat them. Oregon State, good. Boom, they lose. So this is the last game. Scarcity, right? Uh, there's six factors that influence people. And one of them is scarcity. This is the last game for Arizona. Last game for a lot of seniors. Uh, they got blown out in this game last year. And Arizona seems lost because it seems like Herman Edwards is going to get fired because of the NCAA violations. Antonio Pierce, all these people. All that to say that Arizona should cover 21 points. You got to throw logic. Is it going to happen? There's a probability up to 80%. But you can't go crazy. You have to be logical. So I'm going to take your Arizona Wildcats plus 21. I'm going to buy that number because Arizona is a depleted roster, and the guys that are there suck. They're not that talented. But it's like when Arizona played uh, Washington State. And really, even though they threw, made three turnovers at the beginning of the game against Washington State and Washington State turned them into touchdowns. Uh, Daniels seems like he has the yips. He, he, he isn't playing well at all. They haven't played well at all all year. So it's Fetch has done a good job motivated his team. So as long as Arizona is motivated and wants to play, they will cover the 21 points. And to boot, Arizona State likes to run it a lot. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I totally agree here. Um, I mean, Arizona's been playing pretty solid these last few weeks. Complete revenge game. They were in, they were embarrassed completely. They all remember that from last year. Arizona State, like you said, it's kind of just been a you know hasn't hasn't really beaten a good team. Um, you know, Jaden Daniels has been struggling a little bit. Um, they like to run the ball too. Their style of play, you know, doesn't really suit covering a twenty point line. So. Yeah, I think Arizona can definitely keep this one within the 20, 21 here. So there you go. Arizona plus 21. Now Stanford has completely fallen apart. And again, they're in a very liberal poll, also very liberal, uh, a lot of COVID restrictions. And now, uh, whatever, Concord, the variant from Africa coming in, even more restrictions. Notre Dame are very conservative. Dan Quayle, Mike Pence, Indiana. He's going to come in there full force. Uh, Notre Dame likes to blow people up. Uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. Thank God, because they always get blown out, right, like last year. Uh, but they blew out Wisconsin 41 to 13. Uh, Navy 34 to 6. Virginia 28 3. And Georgia take 55 to nothing. Then we saw Chad was right. I was wrong. Utah ran it right down Stanford's throat and destroyed them. Stanford got destroyed last week by Cal. I think they just ran out of players. They got nothing left. Last four games, they scored, what, 13, 7, 14, 11. I'm giving up 52, 35, 41. I think the trend continues. And I... Yeah, hate to do it, but 
let's go. Well, you know, I shouldn't hate to do it. I actually know guys who played for Blue Holes won the national championship. None of these people have done anything to me. <laughs> Just don't like him like I don't like the evil empire. But the Golden Domers, minus 20 against Stanford and two offensive-minded coaches. I think uh, Coach Shaw's going to get desperate and try some trick plays, try some things to score. He's still not going to cover spread, but it's going to be over 52. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, Stanford's really been struggling and really going downhill. Um, like you said, I think they are just kind of running out of guys. They're really limping into this one. Um, yeah, I mean, Notre Dame is just depth-wise and talent-wise is just at a complete advantage here. Hey, I, th I think they're going to come in and roll them. I like that. And I, I think, you know, Shaw, both guys' offensive style, I think Notre Dame will, will run it up a little bit. I won't be afraid to run up, to run it up. And like you said, with Shaw, we'll, we'll throw some wrinkles in there to just try to get something on the board at all costs. Um, so, yeah, 50, 52 is kind of low for this one. I like it to get over. All right. So, we'll hit the rest of the SEC and whatever I see real quick that I already bet on as far as the Big 12. Uh, Opalaka, Alabama. I always remember Opalaka, Alabama because I had a really pretty girlfriend there that went to Auburn. Beautiful girl. And she was in, I used to have to drive from Tampa, this area where I am now, sort of, to Opalaka, Alabama, where they're going to have newest installment of the Egg Bowl. I like looking at coaches before the game just for their body language. And Hartson looked very relaxed today when I saw him um, be interviewed. And Nick Satan was running his mouth about not covering his breath. <laughs> so let's see what it balloons to you tomorrow. I think it's going to balloon to maybe plus 22, plus 23, plus 24. Half hour before pickoff. Why don't you easy the Warhawks? War Eagles, War Eagle, or Titans. Uh, I remember going to a party in Alabama. They're like, are you World Tide or Eagle? You know, it was a War Eagle party. That was a, like a code to get in. Uh, so I like War Eagle, Tigers, whatever you want to call them. Plus the number half hour before, pick, uh, before kickoff against Alabama, which is the number one state as far as actual dollar betting on games throughout the country. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I agree, man. War Eagle, baby. <laughs> I'll be, be able to keep this one close here. Um, you know, Alabama's got Georgia next week, SEC Championship, you know, game to get them into the playoff. I think they're not worried about covering 21 points here. Um, you know, a seven-point win here for them is just fine. And uh, I think they'll probably win by, like, seven in a close one. So, I, I like Auburn to uh, to keep it close at home, um, you know, on their senior day. So, Yeah, on their senior day. And some Auburn fans feel there's the best blessing in disguise. <laughs> Poor boy Nick got hurt. This Finley, a guy who can run, uh, is taking over the helm. That's this is the, who the fans wanted the boosters wanted to begin with. Uh, Texas A&M, LSU, going with Texas A&M, minus a six, because Jimbo Fisher's son has permanent damage in his jaw, or his jaw was broken by LSU running back coach uh, Craig. Broke his jaw. A seven overtime game, big time grudge. 
This is the last game for Coach. Oh, he doesn't care anymore. He's got 17 million. He is gone. I like Texas A&M in a grudge match between coaches and angle. This won me a lot of money. Any objections, Chad? Nah. Um, I think Texas A&M here is a good in a good spot, man. LSU, you know, they've kind of hung them up. You know, all those coaches are kind of looking for new jobs. You know, Ogeron's right. gone. Um, the structure of that organization, I think, and, you know, this is this is their last game of the season. You know, now this does make them bowl eligible. Um, it is their senior day at home. That does make me a little, a little weary, but you know, Texas A&M really is the better team here, and it's under the key number of seven. So, um, right, and, and, and not every senior day is fit equal, right? This is a very dysfunctional uh, family type of place where none of these guys knew their dad, and not even their moms might be there. It's going to be the grandma. Sometimes it'll be girls in that you're going to be married with the flowers at senior days. It's going to be their baby mamas. So, not every single day, senior days, it's going to be the same. I will agree with you. There's going to be some, because the smartest people on the team usually is the office alignment, right? There's the engineers, doctors, scientists, whatever. There's going to be some engineers, office alignment, and their actual biological mom will have a rose for them. But not everybody. And Coach o, one of the reasons they say he's getting fired there's other things swirling around, uh, you know, players committing multiple rapes and stuff. Uh, it's the fact that you run a very decadent um, kind of a swinger, bringing strippers to practice type of program. <laughs> so senior day isn't the same as it is it, is it going to be at Duke or you know, a place where I graduated from, uh, University of South Florida, that has the same accreditation as Duke. I think the senior day at Louisville is going to be important. It's going to be a, a legitimate senior day. You got a great coach, used to coach at Appalachian States, pulled up upset with less talent than we can get in Louisville. Kentucky has uh, three guys on the offensive line that are going to the NFL. Their whole defensive line is going to the NFL. I think they want to save their bodies. And I think it's going to be a more emotional game for Louisville. Still, it's going to be a crazy rivalry game. Field goal last minute. But I like your Louisville Cardinals to beat your Kentucky Wildcats. As the offensive coordinator, is a protege of LaFleur and McVeigh in the NFL. He's looking for being the pricers with all these great, lucrative, high-paying um, offensive coordinator jobs in the NFL and in college. Any objections to that, Jack? Nope. Um like that one a lot. All right. A guy who has a big grudge against everybody. Uh, you know, the old trucks, good old boy. I love Jesus. I'm going to preach to you. Dabble, Sweeney. The bubble has burst, right? Uh, Deshaun Johnson proved that, you know, he recruits a lot of degenerates as well, even though the head coach you're at, you don't know your floor Good for him. He got out of there. He's running a good program with with us at USF. Uh, we covered 19 points for Chad today. <laughs> Didn't get over because we were trying to win that game. Um, I'm glad, I, you know, you don't bet your own team. I'm glad you didn't do that. Cause, 
I like the money line and you know it's got it. <laughs> uh, he was a former offensive coordinator for Clemson. That's why their offense is not as good as it is. But they're going to blow out South Carolina. South Carolina's getting a lot of hype, a lot of ESPN hype. They're bowl eligible. But when you look at their schedule, I just looked at their talent because I've watched them play a few times this year. Uh, the guy's dad was a great coach at Virginia Tech. Uh, they, they went with special teams and defense. They can do that against Eastern Illinois, East Carolina, where they had talented Troy, right, Vanderbilt. So those four wins against mediocre teams. Uh, Florida, we know now, is mediocre. And they beat Auburn uh, barely. They came back when uh, Hartson stupidly shut down the offense because he's playing Alabama this week. He had a big lead with Finley, the quarterback, he was breaking in. And he took the pedal off the metal, right? And, and Chad, when the coach does that, right, that, that kind of kills momentum, and it, you can't just put the switch back on, right? No, I hate that, man. In basketball and in football, man, you can't you yeah. start seeing teams in basketball passing the ball around, trying to wind the clock. And like, the minute they stop attacking and just being aggressive and, and yeah. Right. The, yeah, they uh, never works out good for them. Right. So, long story short, Clemson's going to blow out South Carolina. All right, so I'm going to give you two Big Ten uh, picks. Chad, let me know if you disagree. Because we're in America and we're allowed to disagree. And that's the thing about sports betting. You collaborate, you change your opinion, you know, you check your biases, right? Chad's like, hey, man, you have a bias here, man. You need to check your thinking. This is money. We need to be consistent for many reasons. So I like Purdue to blow out Indiana. Another fake joke coach that I saw in person, uh, Coach Allen, who's Jesus corner of yourself. He's a great rah, rah, rah guy that only goes so far. He's not a good scheming guy. He's been exposed this year. Uh, Jeff Brom. Likes to bring the hammer down, right? Likes covering. He likes scoring a lot of points. He gets $10 million a year. So I like Jeff Rom in your Boilermakers, minus 15 over Mr. Allen in Indiana. Now, a guy who's good at rah, rah, rah. Uh, he has two kids and an ex-wife. He's apologized for the two kids for neglecting them. And the divorce was for neglect. Uh, row your boat, right? Minnesota coach P.J. Fleck, who you might see at USC bigger jobs. He's married to the game of football, and he's covered like a mother effort for me. <laughs> First at Western Michigan, right? Corey Davis with the Titans. He, he just rode that horse to 10 wins and 10 covers for me. And now he's going to cover against Wisconsin. Wisconsin's already clinched a spot in the Big Ten Championship uh, game. And man, is Wisconsin one of those teams that turns super vanilla and they don't have to win a game. They already have three losses. They're not going to the playoffs, right? They can lose this game, win the Big Ten Championship, and still go to the major ball. So I like Minnesota plus seven points. They still might lose by a touchdown. 
but I get that hook and put it in my favor and cash that ticket. So I love your Minnesota Golden Gophers. And the mantra is, row your boat. Or, you know, keep rowing, right? Just do your job, rowing the boat in the right direction. What do you think about those last two games, Chad? I love them, man. I think those are going to be great. Um, Purdue is a great team, man. Um, they've had one of their best seasons in a long time. Um, senior day, that place is going to be sold out, packed. And I got to, got to see the first game of the of the season there in that stadium this year. Um, so right. that atmosphere is going to be crazy. And like I said, their coach, they're going to run it up and put on a show for those fans and um, get an eight-win season. You know, it's been a while since they've had an eight-win season at Purdue. Right. So. Yeah, since the Drew Brees days. Miracle yep, Rose. Exactly. Right, yeah. So that is it. Uh, man, I love them. This is a lot of money for you. Uh, you know, it depends on your bankroll is, right? For me, I like these picks a lot. So I'm going to I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm going to go about 35% of my bankroll. So I'm going to put them on the AM games. And the money from the AM games is going to play them later on, right? And... Any final words, Chad Noah? Thank you for being on me, helping me, supporting me on this as I am on the road. <laughs> no worries, man. Um, no, I'm all good, man. I, I'm ready to wrap this thing up. Get off here and watch this Washington Washington State game finale. I'm going to do the same. As I post a podcast for the loyal guys out there that like the picks and are enjoying them all year, we're going to keep it rocking and rolling. Championship week is next week, and it's always been very lucrative. So, you look for it in. So that's watching the games tomorrow. Take notes on what's going to go down championship week because the money's just as green. <laughs> and championship week as it is today. All right. These are all free picks. You don't have to pay Action Sports $300 a month for information. We'll give you all the information. This functional, functional being creating profit. And knock on wood. 12 straight weeks of profit. We look to finish strong week 13, but with a high percentage. Uh, I want to return a personal return to the mean for me. And I want to go 90 to 95% tomorrow. And as Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make your life from what you get. Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast. All right, all right, all right. My bookie, A-G-M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, is giving you a $250 free bet Thursday afternoon on the Dallas Cowboys as a host, the Vegas Raiders. So what we're saying is, go ahead and bet Dallas minus a 7 and up to $250, my bookie, AG, M Y B O O K I A G, will be from the bet. Also, with promo code E S B C, they will double your deposit. Any questions, any issues? We gave you the pick so you can make a lot of money. So, ESBC plus the bonus. You'll be making money watching sports and helping the process so we can continue to give you every single pick for free. 
the over and the under and the side. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful holiday season. And use our picks to make you money. And also use our concepts, right, to help you make better business and life decisions. That's why this one don't cost $800. And that goes to us. And I don't know what that costs. I'm just shaking the word. That's why I'm 